Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. It's toll-free at 1-866-405-8405 to the dream team. And uh, it's our lost show today. We'll be talking about... Ways not to lose your pet. And what happens when you lose your pet? I, I think this is really interesting. We have a lady coming on, Dr. Dan- Nancy Davidson. You've seen them hanging on telephone poles and posted in the supermarket bulletin boards. I'm talking about the lost cat signs or lost oh, dog signs. Yes, all over. Uh, she's actually called the people, gets the phone number, calls them, mm-hmm. and then she asks them about their life and learns a little more about them. And she's hmm. compiled a book called The Secret of Lost Cats. Very intriguing. We'll be talking to her in just a couple of minutes. I, yes? I saw something that was really strange. What was that? I saw I saw a poster on a couple of telephone poles. It was for a, uh, a lost smartphone, and the guy's name is Anthony Weiner, and it described how sad he was, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll tell you what. That's my new business. See, I mean, I, I seen a movie um, the other day called Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. Okay, and the premise of the movie, and Good I'm going to go into this business. Yeah. It was a great movie. I'm going to go into the business where I'm going to watch people walk their dogs, and I'm going to pick out all the rich people, and then I'm going to steal their dogs. So when I put the reward sign up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the house and bring the dog. I found your dog and you collect the reward. I'm telling you, it's Come a on. new business it's for a, you. It's a win-win. It's yeah. a win-win. It really is. It's a I win for everyone. Back. Hey. I'll even groom the dog before I bring it back. How's that? It's pretty evident. I, I'm going to... Yes. I'm going to put the, a dog on a telephone pole, and then I'm going to put on the dog an advertisement for my lost dog poster. Oh, you're an out-of-the-box Or, or you can put the dog there and put a poster saying, my owner's lost. Yes, beauty. <laughs> also on the show today, in all seriousness, John Polimeno. Polimeno? John, I'm gonna, he's going to come on. I'm going to slaughter his name, but he's going to tell us about <laughs> his iPhone app, which helps you find Rover, or whatever your dog's name is. Uh, this is right up your alley here, Joey. I see a New York spa is now using bird poop to do facials. Ew. <laughs> and they're charging for that? This is uh, apparently an Asian nightingale excrement, very popular, and uh, about 100 women and men go into the skincare salon off Manhattan's Fifth Avenue each month to get the treatment, which is supposed to keep their face soft and smooth, uh, using an enzyme that's in the poop to gently exfoliate oh. the skin. It's great. What Isn't they do, something? they open the, your pores up with a little steam, and then they put this poop right all over your face. And uh, and they you, charge you for And it. they charge you $180 for oh. that. You I'll you do can, that for you. You for can, yeah, go outside and you can open a store yes. and put a chandelier in there and you know make it look nice, put some nice furniture in there, and uh-huh. people will come and have poop rubbed on their face. It's a, <laughs> America's a wonderful country. I'm telling you, that's a way that I would like to spend a Saturday afternoon. So I wish I was in Manhattan. You know, I could start that business, too. I got I got a bird. Yeah. You know, we could do it fresh. You know, you just sit, just face right up to the perch, under the perch, and, um, you know, she craps about every three minutes. So, I mean, hey. And you don't and, and do you know it for 100. You, yeah? Yes. You go organic, Joey. You, 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 your slant is organic. I only feed my bird the best organic bird food, so you get the best organic poop on your face. There, there you go. Abbas seeds and, um, and Nutri-Berries. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, you've heard it here first on Animal Radio. Stacy, what are you working on? So a guy walks into a bar with his six-legged octopus and says, Would you fry this up for me? I'll give you all the details about that. And when he finds out that his six-legged octopus was a rarity, well, he almost coughed it up. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News.
Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. I've heard of a wonder bra, but I wonder what Jill Nispel was thinking. The 35-year-old Floridian woman was recently arrested for stuffing her bra with a parrot. It was a rare green-winged parrot she stole from her employer, Baby Exotic Birds of Englewood. She then tried to trade the parrot for a vintage car, but when she told the car's owner about her bra stuffing technique, he called a good friend of his, who just happened to be the owner of the bird shop she stole the bird from. The parrot was valued at two thousand dollars, and the bra stuffing bird snatcher was charged with grand theft. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team: veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. It is a lost show today. Lost? Lost. Well, you booked. Are we it. all lost? No, we're we're found. That's good. But we're going to talk about your lost animals. <laughs> Find that amusing, huh? Don't you? Uh, yeah, we're all lost. We're well, we usually are, but today we're talking about lost animals. We're going to be talking about the secrets of lost cats. This is kind of an interesting story. A lady who's looked at these lost cat signs that you know are hung on uh, like telephone poles and on oh, your yeah, supermarket all over your neighborhood, yeah. And she's going to go behind the scenes. She's actually talking to the people and getting their stories. Very interesting interesting and uh, look forward to speaking to her in just a few minutes also talking to a guy who's invented an application a face recognition application for your smartphone sorry ellen that uh, you can find your animals if they get lost using this application so that's on the way right here on animal radio big show for you and of course the phones are open at one 405 8405 now just a few minutes ago we had to tear away ladybug from the tv and because dog tv uh-huh. Is now on Direct TV, and this whole month it's free. After this month, it becomes four ninety nine. For those of you that don't know what Dog TV is, it's a television show or television station twenty four seven specifically for dogs, and it includes we. Yes, we, we yeah had we did. That guy on that we did have a guy. About, a, about a year ago. Yes, we did. Yeah, and he was just wow. kicking off in San Diego. Now he's on Direct TV. He's gone nationwide it's with this. Getting big. And our good bud Marty Becker too is also on that. Uh, but uh, here's the deal. The views are all from uh, street level, street level, dog, dog level. Dog level. Yeah. The camera moves around very fast. Oof, too I, fast for me. Yeah, I have a little trouble yeah. with I get a little nauseous from it. But there's a lot of skepticism. Many people are saying dogs really can't see that because the refresh rate for a TV is usually about 60 hertz. That's what humans see it. And for dogs, they see it at about 70 to 80 hertz. So what they see is black screen and then something and then black screen so they don't actually yeah. see what's there but i thought with the new tvs at that, that the, the new the newer tvs have a higher refresh rate so this uh this is not across the board there may be mm-hmm. some tvs that they can see this on animal behaviorists say dogs don't watch tv when you're gone they like to sleep 
And in hmm. fact, uh, it was uh, Catherine Hooped. She's out of, I believe, Cornell University. She says, most dogs sleep while you're gone, and they wake up about every 20 minutes or so, get a drink of water, then scratch themselves and turn around and go back to sleep. <laughs> Sounds like my husband. It's a beautiful yeah. life. It's a wonderful <laughs> life. It's, really, it's, really the, it's the life I want. Yeah. But, you know, I figured, why not go right to the source? Let's figure out what Ladybug is thinking and if she really likes this. I, I she do, is watching She it. is watching it. Yeah. And uh, it. I figured, who better than animal communicator Joy Turner to answer this question? Is it worth the four ninety nine a month? for Ladybug to get the DirecTV dog TV. Ladybug says if you are a bored dog, definitely get it. A bored dog. Okay. A bored mm-hmm. dog. If you're bored. In other words, if your people are gone all the time. She doesn't consider herself really a bored dog. No, I should hope Because oh, we're here yes, all, all the, the time, time yeah. with her. Exactly. So yeah. she was doing what she considered her, her job's duty Okay. by checking this thing out. She says it actually is kind of novel and it's kind of interesting. And it does capture a lot of what she thinks dogs would be interested in. It's just she thinks she need to be bored because she sees it now as kind of novel, so she'd watch it. But after a while, she would rather be doing her normal life, which is she thinks a lot more active. Yeah, I feel that same Joy, way about CBS. Go ahead, Alan. Joy, uh, you know, being as though Hal and Judy are with Ladybug, you know, just about all the time. They're always around Ladybug. It, you know, be honest now. Doesn't Ladybug wish they would leave sometimes? I mean, doesn't she just wish they'd go away? Hey. She's um, trying to be diplomatic, and she says, she, and she kind of whispers to me, she goes, I she think yes. I'm a little needy. So we're a little needy? Is that what? Is we're that the needy. Really? She's a little needy. Oh, she oh, is. She. Okay. And she says, really, the other half of that is what you just said. You guys are a little needy of her. So even though sometimes she could tolerate being by herself a little bit, she thinks you guys would not want to tolerate being without her that little bit. Hmm. Well, that's See, true. Are givers. true, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, is, that is absolutely correct. It's a harsh reality. It here. is harsh. <laughs> It's a real slap in the face there. We're going to go ahead and leave her in front of the TV for this month. This month, it is Channel 354 on DirecTV. You can watch it. And uh, really, it's not for humans unless you can do the whole motion thing. Because it gets me a little nauseous. But here's the thing. I just don't want to be fighting. for. I already fight for the remote control with my <laughs> wife and my kids. And now it's going to be the dog. Yep. So... Uh, Especially when a dog runs under the bed and you can't get it with the remote. Yeah. Be looking in that hole in the backyard for your remote if it's missing. That uh, four ninety nine a month seems a little steep for a channel that uh, you won't be watching, only your dog will be watching. I'd love to hear what you think. one 405 8405 Would you pay four ninety nine a month for your dog to watch dog TV hey, all people, day? People nope. leave their radios on. At least now they're going to have sound and something to watch. But- visual. How? Why do you assume that there aren't people out there who won't watch this channel? There are. There are people out there who will get addicted to this channel and watch this channel. Are you speaking about yourself, Alan? Maybe. Maybe. I think the kind of people would be like, hey, dude, don't bogart that, man. Don't change the channel. I don't want to watch Survivor. Or I don't have CBS, because that's what's happening across the country right now. Time Warner has dropped CBS from their lineup in the major markets. But you still have that dog TV uh, sort of similar in nature. If I might say so. You know what they should do? April Fools. They should just like turn off every cable channel except Dog TV. Good idea. Ooh, That's a good idea. Go. Listen, we're going to go to the phones next. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We're going to talk to you. You talking to me? <laughs> I'm talking to I you. Missed you. I missed you last week, Joseph. I missed being there.
Hey, it's Vinny Penn coming at you. Your party animal. You heard the party animal theme song right there, which is Def Leppard, by the way, acoustic version of their song Animal from the Hysteria record, low so many years ago, 1987, I think. Interesting that I would even start off talking about uh, rock records with where I'm heading. Got together in New York City the other day uh, to uh, meet up with a girlfriend of mine going way back. She shows up with a, she's got a new dog, Puffy. I don't know if it's a, a Diddy thing. I really don't know. Uh, and I immediately accused her of being a Paris Hilton or a Paris Hilton wannabe, rather. To which she deflected and shot back that I was a Rick Springfield wannabe when she first met me. Uh, and, and I used to have a working class dog t-shirt. And she claims I got my first dog because of Rick Springfield's love for dogs, which was, uh, has been something we've uh, fans of his have known for a million years. And I had quite a few things to say to that. One, first and foremost, Rick's got a great new album out, and it's called Venus in Overdrive, and it kicks ass. And if you're a Rick fan, go out and get it. Uh, but two, isn't it funny how we associate certain animals with certain celebrities. I don't think I ever really realized it until today. Here she was with this tiny little dog, and I immediately associated her with Paris Hilton. Uh, she immediately associated me with a certain type of dog with Rick Springfield. Uh, another friend of ours has a pig, and we're constantly making George Clooney jokes. <laughs> That's not really true. But you do. You associate pigs with George Clooney. Uh, whenever the subject of neutering or spaying comes up, you think Bob Barker. You also think Bob Barker uh, when you think of old men hitting on 25-year-old girls, too. But that's besides the point. Uh, the fact of the matter is celebrities carry such clout in what they could do with a certain animal type. I know back when Michael J. Fox did the voice for Stuart Little, for the longest time he was associated. And even Mel Gibson back in the day when he did uh, the movie, I'm trying to think of the movie he did right now um, with the chickens, and they were trying to make a break for it. Uh, and you associated him with that long before you associated him with DUIs and other horrific stances and beliefs. But these celebrities are linked to there's got to be a board game in this hi i'm dick van patten and i'm jimmy van patten and we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas and we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our lid formulas before grain-free became a trend our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants for more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas visit naturalbalanceinc.com Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first hotel company to welcome pet guests, goes way beyond just allowing them to stay. Kempton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, D.C., and other major U.S. cities, stay at Kempton Hotels. Find us at KemptonHotels.com. And while you're at it, enter your pet's photo in Kempton's third annual Pa Parazzi Pet Photo Contest. Hey, this is Ashley Bell, official spokesperson for the 5th Annual Life-Saving Tour, Get Your Licks on Route 66. The tour travels from L.A. to Chicago, stopping at shelters along the way to support adoption. Get Your Licks on Route 66 kicks off in Los Angeles on September 14th and ends in Chicago on October 19th. Check out FidoFriendly.com and see where the tour stops near you. You might just find your new forever friend. How do you celebrate your anniversary? 
we celebrate ours with a love for color. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 35% on paints and stains August 16th through the 19th. You can also win prizes and an in-home color consultation from HGTV's David Bromstad when you vote for your favorite color online. Visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams paint store and save 35% today. Find your nearest store at sherwinwilliams.com slash sale. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Remember, there are several ways to get your questions to us. You can call us at 1-866-405-8405 or even through the uh, iPhone and Android app for Animal Radio. You should download that puppy so you can listen to the show and ask your questions at the same time. There was a lady that came to the booth, and I'm like a techno freak. I'm not very good at anything, but I was able to help her download the Animal Radio app in front of me, and I was like, wow, what a success, and she was so thrilled. It really is easy to download. It's and You don't have to be a technophobe to do yeah, it. No, and I had someone else stop by, and they said, oh my God, that's so great. I can get it on my phone now. I can listen to it when I'm out walking my dog. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's truly amazing yeah. that you don't have to wait for a certain time. We're living in the age, ladies and gentlemen, of Take new advantage. technology. Yeah. Someday, you won't even have to download anything. They'll just put a chip in your head. You'll just hear animal radio, and you might want it to go away at that point in time. But for now. (laughs) I'm already hearing it in my head. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find all these listening choices over at animalradio.com. This time, we go to the phones at 1-866-405-8405. We have Pam for Dr. Debbie. Hi, Pam. How are you? I'm okay. What's going on? Okay. I rescued this kitten about, oh, it's been almost a year. I I haven't had her spaded yet. She, I don't know if she's coming in heat or what, but she cries. I mean, like maybe once or twice out of the month, she'll like this crying sound. Okay. And what what is she doing when she's crying? Is she trying to track you down, trying to come closer to you? Is she back no, doors? She's, uh, she, okay, I have four other cats, but they're all spaded. They've been spaded since they were real little. Mm-hmm. And um, she'll go up to them and lay down or try to rub up against them. And, <laughs> um, I mean, just do all, you know, kinds of things. They love her, but uh, she just, I mean, I don't know if she's trying to come in heat. I don't know if she's hurting Okay. She's like tall I'll, and skinny. Okay, I'll tell you what, Pam. The simple truth, it sounds like your cat is just horning. <laughs> <laughs> It, it really does. Um, so well, kitties, last <laughs> kitties night, will. I brought a kitten from downstairs that hadn't been fixed up here. Well, he's. Why are you kitten. looking for trouble here? No, I'm not. But I wanted to find out <laughs> if she was really in heat. And she got. She slapped him. She got mad at him. She hissed at him. Her hair stood up. That's love. So I. <laughs> <laughs> so I. You know, I told my manager, just take him away because she was getting really violent. 
Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, for kittens or for cats, they can go into heat generally about six months. But, you know, I've seen some female cats go into heat as early as four or five months of age. But when they do go into heat, it's pretty obnoxious. Um, They'll definitely kind of meow, carry on. Um, A lot of times they'll take their backside and stick it towards uh, their favorite loved one, whether it's either a a person (laughs) or another animal. Um, and they'll stick their tail up really high, do a lot of rolling behavior. Now, and they'll, they'll go in and out of heat. And that's the crazy thing with cats is that it just doesn't stop. Like a dog will go into heat twice a year generally. And you're done and over with it. With cats, you can count on this fun pretty much year round because they'll go into heat for a couple of days and then they'll go out for a couple of weeks and then it'll come back. So, um, so yeah. I, exactly. I'd say. Get that taken care of. And, but my goodness, you, you tempt fate getting that boy around there. And, you know, the way that cats mate, when they're mating, they actually turn around and, and they fight. So, you know, there's a little bit of love there, but there's also a little bit of hate. Oh, <laughs> so. okay. Okay, because it was like, let me see how she acts with this one that hasn't been fixed. And uh, because my male cats, you know, they've been sick since they was a kittens. And then, uh, and they're like nine years old, and my female's nine. But I rescued her out of the alley. Her mama just dropped her, and I've had her ever since. And they just took to her. Matter of fact, they made them lazy things get up and play. (laughs) 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 He made them play with her, but I just didn't know. I kept thinking, man, she just keeps. My daughter said, Mama, she's coming in heat too much if that's what she's doing. Yeah, you got to get it done. And not only for the, uh, for the, for her to go out of heat, but, uh, there's a lot of health issues. I know. A lot of, she can avoid. What kind of cancers can she avoid, doctor? Well, the big thing in, in females is be avoiding mammary cancer. That's the big one. So if we take away that um, that estrogen production, then we can decrease the, the risk of breast cancer. But there's also the other, you know, pyometra, the uterine infection. And, you know, just that desire for her to slip, sleep up or sneak out that door um, <laughs> when she's feeling especially amorous. So, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, you, you ask something, you know, is she in pain? We don't know. Um, it's certainly possible that cats could be having cramps. We don't know. So, um, you know, I guess you'd make the argument, heck, most women hate their periods. So, you know, why not <laughs> spare her that heartache there? <laughs> Thanks for your call today. We appreciate it, Pam. Hi, Violet. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Um, over in Pooch's Playground. And I have some bad news for some some of my little ones doing again here. My customers are asking if they could fix their Maltese because she is being aggressive to people when they hold her. Hmm. And when she's in the car, she barks at them and tries to get to them. And then all the people that come to her house, she tries biting them. Wow. Oh, she's she's a little spitfire, let me tell you. So. Well, let me ask you this. You, you, your dog, this dog is in your daycare. When the dog starts barking like a maniac, what do you do? I have to tell him no. And then what does he do? He keeps barking. Exactly. Pays no attention to you at all. No, Zero. No. Nada. Nothing. No. He thinks he's the boss. <laughs> And that's because of the way they raise them. Hey, you just put your finger on the pulse of the problem. He thinks he's the boss. Now, let, let's just tell the listeners why why do dogs bark, okay? Dogs bark for a variety of reasons. Maybe something physically is wrong. That could be a reason. Aside from that, they want attention. Uh, they're bored. They're frustrated. They're afraid. Uh, they're protecting their territory. They're excited. They want to play. And uh, 
and the, yeah, that's pretty much every reason why a dog will bark and, and to alert you that somebody's coming. So yeah. the easiest way to get a dog to stop barking is to be territorial and be a pack leader and take over the territory uh, as your own. So if your dog were, let's say, running to the front door and barking every single time the doorbell rang, you would immediately take that space away and herd your dog away from the door and teach your dog to lay on a, on a blanket. You know, tell your dog, go down, stay in your spot. Down, stay in your spot. You also teach your dog the word quiet. And when you get your dog to lay in his spot, you give him a treat. You have a buddy help you with this. You have somebody outside, and you have him on a cell phone, and you go, okay, knock on the door now. And your dog starts to go nuts, and you go, uh-uh, get back on that blanket. Down. Down, stay. Dog does it. Good dog. Give him a treat. And you progress until the person is absolutely, until they're coming through the door. And if you have a real bad case, every person that comes through the door should have a treat for the dog and actually go over to where the blanket is or where the dog's spot is and give the dog a treat so the dog forms a, a good association with people coming through the door. And you have to be consistent. You have to be patient. And above all, you have to be calm and you have to be confident. And you also can't can't give up. It doesn't work one time. You have to do it for a long time. To change dog behavior is a process. I tell them to get up in their chair and sit down, and they do. Don't tell them, you know, yeah, that's good. If the dog knows what get up in the chair is, that's good. Forget about the word no. You've got to use a correction. As soon as the dog starts to bark, poke the dog in the neck with your fingers and go, shh, just like that. Give him a poke and shh. I do it with the big dogs, you know, in the back end, I'll well, with the little dog, with the little dog, as soon as that dog starts to go crazy, walk right in front and stand there for a second. And if the dog doesn't stop barking, take the dog, put the dog in a quiet room or in a crate. But every time, her twenty four seven. What you say? I'm sorry. Walk her. Well, see, that's a problem too. Dogs need exercise. I mean, if if a dog the doesn't execute her. Baby well, you can't you can't train the owners. It's real sweet that you call for the owners. I mean, that you're the middleman. That's real yeah, sweet of yeah. you to do that. I'm in the middle but of you, this, yeah. Yeah, but you can't you can't help these people because I, I tell you what, there's so many people that can't be helped. I mean, they they come to well, me all the time, all I the time. They come up for Puffy, and now he's doing good because they did the owner did the crate, and then now he's doing better. Now he's on a diet, and um, so I, I love you. I mean, you know what? And there he's Joy, he, he was the alpha. Joey and I are going to come stay with you. We love you. I'm going to, Joey's going to, Joey's going to groom everybody and everything that walks and talks. And me, I'm just going to stand there and go, hey, shh. <laughs> Boy, you're you a nice. Easy under that. <laughs> that you're that, a nice, you're a nice. They take I these just, dogs to Las Vegas. They take these dogs in strollers. They take these dogs everywhere. Yeah, that's part of the problem. I mean, yeah, they're not treating the. Said. Put them on a leash, get them walking. That's right. That's right. You got dogs are dogs. Dogs are not people. Dogs don't belong in strollers. That's insane. Yeah. That's kooky. I mean, they put pajamas I... on these dogs. They put everything in here. I'm combing them out. I, I went to a wedding in New Jersey one time when I was a kid. It was outside, and this lady comes up to me. It was under a tent. Rich people were having it. This lady comes up to me in a stroller with a stroller. She says, "You want to see my babies?" And I go, "Sure." And she pulls back the uh, blanket. She's got these two miniature little white things in there. Little poo 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 dogs, and I'm like, this is this lady's crazy. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't do that. They are leashes and they walk. I have a stroller, guys. I hate this. So does Judy. See, I break all your rules, don't I? You bet. You sure do. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in summer. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. 
All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at Pet Supplies Plus or visit ProLabsPets.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. How do you celebrate your anniversary? We celebrate ours with a love for color. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 35% on paints and stains August 16th through the 19th. You can also win prizes and an in-home color consultation from HGTV's David Bromstad when you vote for your favorite color online. Visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams paint store and save 35% today. Find your nearest store at sherwinwilliams.com slash sale. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Don't you just hate paying for things you don't need? Well, I do. And that's why I'm here to tell you about PennyBackup.com. We all know about those big companies that allow us to back up our computer files to a safe place on the web, and that's great. What makes me crazy is that they make me pay for gigabytes of storage that I don't need. PennyBackup.com is here to the rescue. Same features, same data protection, same services, but you pay only 8.9 cents per gigabyte used. That's less than a dime per gigabyte. Save money, lose nothing along the way. Go to PennyBackup.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, you know, we've already got channels devoted to food, sports, comedy. There's even a dog channel just for dogs. Well, viewers in China are soon going to be able to enjoy a channel that features nothing but giant pandas. According to China's official Xinhuan News Agency, the so-called Giant Panda Channel will broadcast footage of the animals around the clock at ipanda.com. It's going to start next month. Sources at this research base of the giant panda breeding in southwest China say there will be 28 high-def cameras keeping track of all 80 pandas at the facility. The website started posting video clips a few weeks ago. They've already attracted almost 15,000 Internet users. A vacationer became horrified after he ate a rare six-legged octopus. According to the British newspaper The Daily Telegraph, Labros Hydras discovered this rare hexapus while he was snorkeling in Nero, Greece. While he killed the hexapus, this might be graphic, you might want to hold your ears, he smashed it on a rock, and then, ready for this, he took it to a local bar to cook it. I don't know, do they do that where you live, where you just kill something on the side of the road, you bring it into the bar, say, hey, fry this up. I don't know, maybe they do that in Greece. Well, anyway, the tavern chef wouldn't fry up the octopus, good for him. So Labrus took it back to where he was staying, and he cooked it himself. Afterward, he contacted a biologist who told him that the six-legged octopus was extremely rare. While well, Labros feels horrible about killing and, uh, and eating the rarity, he says he simply thought it had just been born with six tentacles. He thought it was just a, you know, kind of a freak of nature and nobody would miss it. Little did he know. Maine's North Woods have a visitor who could turn into a full-time resident. The visitor is a 140-pound black guinea, not a pig but a hog. The animal and another hog were being hauled to slaughter when a trailer door opened during transit, 
Both of these little pigs got out. The Bangor Daily News says that one hog was shot, slaughtered. They ate him, too. Um, but the other one got out into the woods. And the president of the American Guinea Hog Association says the breed's talent for finding food in a coat that can withstand cold weather could mean that pig could live out the next 20 years running free. Two new videos from Canada creating a stir about the possible existence of Bigfoot. They show the large figures in the forest, but are too far away to be seen clearly. Uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum, he wrote this book, Sasquatch, Legend Meets Science, and he says that he has seen the videos. Its vagueness makes it of very little value. It, it could be anything. The videos out of British Columbia surfaced after a Canadian app called uh, Play Mobility put out a request for images of Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, and its Canadian cousin, Agapogo. The company has an app called Legend Tracker. It drops uh, such creatures into real settings. Legend Tracker spokesman Miles Marzini says the company did not have a hand with the user-submitted videos. Bigfoot could actually be out there. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. What do you think about when you're driving? Music? Sports? We think about nice, big, fluffy piles of insulation and filters and motor suspension and water projection and things like that. We're Bosch, and we are the quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S., You could say we wrote the book on quiet. And the next chapter is flexibility. Nearly every Bosch dishwasher now features a third rack that holds silverware and whisks and tongs and spatulas and increases your loading area up to 30%. How did we do it? Well, as we said, we're Bosch. We think about things like that. Come see what we've invented for you. See the complete line of Bosch dishwashers at Lowe's or visit Lowe's.com slash Bosch quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S. based on an average of sound ratings on major brands' websites. Major brands define as trackline top 10 brands March 2013. 30% more loading area compared to a Bosch dishwasher with two racks. It's Animal Radio. It is the big lost show today. It's brought to you by Kimpton. Kimpton Hotels, the pet-friendliest hotels in over 50 major U.S. cities. Besides the amenities like plush pet beds, you know, pets stay free. That means zero fees, no size or weight restrictions. And you can find out more about Kimpton Pets Program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON. And if your pet is lost, one of the first places I would look is a Kimpton. 
because, uh, you know. That's where they would go. That's, huh? where, that's where I would go <laughs> if I was a pet. You know, you see these signs on uh, the posts, uh, telephone posts, or at your local supermarket for a lost cat or a lost dog. They're all over my neighborhood. This is, uh, and you know what, sometimes it's, uh, you know, they're weird. Like they'll say, uh, he likes to watch Star Trek or Star Wars and (laughs) strange things like that really don't help you find the animal or anything like that. But uh, our next guest, Dr. Nancy Davidson, she uh, wrote a book, The Secret of Lost Cats, I think is her book. Yes. And uh, I, I say that because I don't have a copy of it in here. Does it exist? Is there a copy of the book? I don't. Ha- don't worry about it, Judy. You're so well prepared. I am well prepared, and that's. I think when people think animal radio and they think Hal, they say, "Well, one, he's a giver, and two, he's really well prepared." Uh, but she she put together the book, The uh, Secret of Lost Cat. She went undercover. She went to these signs and she called the owners and she interviewed the owners and found out their stories because everybody has their story. We welcome Dr. Nancy Davidson to the show. Hi, Doc. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you. So tell us how you got involved. I'm assuming probably you lost your animal and that's how you got involved in this. Yes, I was living in Connecticut at the time, New Haven, and I had a very friendly cat and no one had seen him. And uh, after a day or two, I put up a poster, and literally my life changed after that. I had so many positive responses from strangers calling me, uh, wishing me good luck, uh, hoping I found him, although they had no information to give me specifically about how to find him. Why do you think so many people reached out to you? Was your sign different? What what did your sign say? Well, I had... I had a sign where my poster was in orange. My cat was an orange cat, and um, I drew a, a picture of him and colored him in in orange, gave him a little bit of a smile because he was a happy cat, and I put characteristics of him on the poster, you know, phrases like, uh, is friendly, will follow you, acts hungry, the people walking by, you know, it's, it's a small-town neighborhood, and there's just some warmth there, and the universal longing that we all feel when someone's missing. We go, oh, what happened? I hope they're okay. Did you find your, your cat? Wow, you're cutting right to the end of the story. Okay, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to cut to the end of the story, so go on. The point of the story is, is that I went on a wild goose chase okay. finding Zach, and... I got strange phone calls. I got a call from a a guy who said he found uh, an orange cat in the Polish church at midnight two nights ago, and he couldn't get close because the cat was wild and snarly, and he hoped that this was helpful. And, you know, I'm playing this back on my answering machine, and I'm thinking, hmm, was this helpful? You know, two days ago at midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, he, he saw this, you know, feral vampire cat and and my cat's the kind that you know licks you on the nose to say hello but having no other clues of course i ran over to the polish church and mm-hmm. looked around you know the grounds uh-huh. and at one point i looked at a statue and i thought oh my god this is saint i have no idea my cat is a lapsed Jew with some Buddhist influences. He is so not here. <laughs> You're awesome. On the way home, I thought to myself, well, how were other owners finding their cats? I mean, were they getting, you know, calls like I was? And were, were people leaving them empathy and, you know, good, 
wishes and my attention was turned to lost cat posters and I saw them everywhere. And then, and then did you call the people that uh, were on these posters? I eventually I ended up calling them, but I first went through a phase of trying to understand why each of the posters seemed a little different. Someone would write, you know, other cats miss him. Someone would say, you know, my four-year-old is heartbroken. And I started to realize that there were snippets of information and stories about the owners. And so not only did I want to know whether the cat was rescued, I wanted to know the story behind the lost cat poster. Who's the owner? We're also asked to be, you know, little deputy searchers. They're counting on us maybe to have seen the cat and report it, and yet we're never going to find the outcome because everything's so private. So are you going to tell us about Zach? (laughs) Well, the Zach story really was a mind-blower to me. So he was missing for five days, and I had no clues. Now, as a therapist, I, you know, a lot of clients came and went, and they'd say, where's Zach? Zach would greet them on the porch or sit in the session. And one woman on her way out of the session threw a card on my desk and said, maybe you should call my psychic. And I look at the poster, and it's been five days, and I'm crying again. And then I thought, you know, what do I have to lose? So I picked up the psychic's number. I called, the woman picked it up, and I said, hello, do you find lost pets? And I heard silence. And then I heard the click of a cigarette lighter and an inhalation of smoke. And on the exhale, I heard, he's alive. (laughs) And, excuse me, I just started choking from my inhalation. From your phony smoke. (laughs) <laughs> she says, she says, he's alive. And I, I'm like, really? Really? How do you know? And, you know, I didn't want to be totally taken in. And at the same time, I was like desperate for information. Again, she inhales and she exhales and she says, beautiful cat, orange, pushy tail. And I'm like, how did she get his coloring right? And, and Zach's still alive. And, and I say, well, he's been gone five days. And, She exhales again, and she says, the neighborhood kid knows, a young boy. And then my heart sank, and I go, the 10-year-old strange kid next door? And I said, but nobody's seen them. They've been away for five days. And I'm like, oh, wow. The only piece of information I have is from this chain-smoking psychic who says, the little boy next door knows. Well, I have to go next door and find out if there's any clues in the house. Literally looked in all the windows and, you know, tried to figure out how to get in. And at one point I'm looking with the flashlight into this black room and I see an orange blur in the background. Now, I think I'm hallucinating because I'm so desperate to find him. But the blur keeps walking forward and, and comes right up 
and it's Zacky, and he comes right up to the glass, and he puts his paw on the glass. And then, like, it was a prison visit, I put my paw on the glass, <laughs> and he meows. Well, it is a great story, and I encourage listeners to pick up The Secret of Lost Cats. Well, I have 10 copies to give away. Is that correct, Judy? Yes, we do. 1-866-405-8405 right now to pick up on the book, Secrets of Lost Cats. The author, Dr. Nancy Davidson, joining us. Animal Radio, baby. I just love the way she told the the psychic part because I get the feeling that the psychic would see what was going on in the smoke. You know, that's why she had to blow the smoke and then she'd look at the smoke and the smoke would have pictures that she saw. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by FlexRx. Like people, as dogs get older, you know, they get arthritis. It is the most common problem they face. And FlexRx doesn't just mask those symptoms. It restores natural joint function. FlexRx is available at pet shops and retailers across the country. Ladies and gentlemen, please bow and kiss the dog father's ring. And, you know, they just did a study yes. about... Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome. A little slobber on uh, it. Can you wipe it off now? Yeah. It's a little wet. Sorry about that. Thank you. Well, cleaned it good, though. Yeah, um, did. Anyway, we should bottle that stuff. Yeah, it's mama saliva. <laughs> mama spit. Yes, there you go. <laughs> hey, um, they just did a study, and this was this was really interesting, so I wanted to actually talk about it, about hydration in pets and how, I mean, of course it's important that your pet stays hydrated just, you know, for its own well-being, but a lot of times, um, you know, people don't leave enough water down for their pet, and um, not to the point where, you know, they're going to get sick or anything like that, but to, but to the point point where they're probably a little bit dehydrated. And what they said was um, a pet that's dehydrated, not only is it, the, is it medically not good, but for their coat, especially dogs that shed. Now, they found out that dogs that were a little bit dehydrated shed almost 30% more than a dog that had proper hydration. Wow. And basically because the hair follicles, um, it's almost like if you picture... Um, something that, 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 um, has moisture in it and it's tight and it's plump. Okay. Now, as that dehydrates, what happens is it's going to open up a little. It's going to dry. So what it's going to do, it's going to shed out a lot more coat unnaturally. So what happens is, is when they're, when they're, um, a little bit dehydrated, they're going to shed out more coat. So what you can do is a couple of things. Besides just giving your pet more water every day, what they suggested was, was spraying your pet's coat down with just a little bit, just a spray of water every day. You don't have to saturate, just a light mist, brush it through, that will absorb into the into the skin. So what that'll do is at least keep the skin area moist and it'll keep your pet from shedding so much. So there's people out there that have those, um, you know, Samoids and Huskies and those dogs that are just even the short-haired mixed dogs um, that, that shed like crazy. And um, it's supposed to reduce the amount of shedding. I love, now, should we be doing distilled water or should it be regular? water does it matter it might be too you know what distilled water always works better um, because of the sometimes the mineral content if you spray see if you're spraying a pet down and and, and and you're doing it every day and it's drying on the pet if it's dog colored dog and I've experienced this a lot in in the grooming salon it'll almost give it a um like a orange tint or a reddish tint to the coat, and that's basically the mineral buildup. So distilled water is always better. But you know what? If you don't feel like going to the store and getting distilled water, it's be- better than nothing. Just go to your tap, fill up a spray bottle, spray it on, and brush it through. Okay, and I don't want to make it any more difficult um, than it already is. 
<laughs> okay, there you go. Joy Volani, ladies and gentlemen, exclusively on Animal Radio. Uh, news just around the corner with Stacy Cohen. What are you working on? Well, a bear named Meatball from Glendale, California, of course. has definitely gotten some notoriety. In fact, he's become a celebrity. He's going to be in the Rose Parade. Well, likeness of him anyway. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. It's Animal Radio. Don't forget to download the free Animal Radio app. It won't help you find your pet. But it will connect you with Animal Radio to ask your questions about your uh, pet, whether it's a, a question for Dr. Debbie or dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, or animal communicator Joy Turner. And you can also listen to the show, free download for iPhone and Android. And uh, that's brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. And they're offering that new intro pack to find out what flavor your dog will like. Uh, the Chewy's Chicken Dinner or the Simply Venison Dinner or the Stella's Super Beef Dinner, Duck Duck Goose or the Phenomenal Pheasant. A lot of great foods. And you can find out more by picking up one of these little packs. Four ninety nine at your uh, Stella and Chewy's dealer, which are most pet stores and pet shops. Mm-hmm. Anybody worth their while. Of course, you can learn more at StellaandChewy's.com. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio and the Animal Radio app. And uh, this question came in off the app, and it's from John. He writes, have you all ever heard of a product called Fur Fast for dogs and cats? It's a weight loss product to help obese dogs lose weight at a safe rate. I was concerned about the ingredient. And he goes on to list the ingredients. And uh, because I really don't can't pronounce them, I'm just going to give them to you, doctor, and you can take a okay. look at them and uh, tell me what well, you Well, I'll try my best, too. Faceus vulgaris. Ooh. Faceolus <laughs> vulgaris. That's uh, what they call me. Yeah, that's what they call us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's a lipase blend, Aspergillus niger, uh, fermentation product, and L-carnitine. So I can't say that I've actually heard this particular brand, but all of these ingredients are not unusual. And in different nutritional supplements, we can find some of these different things cropping up. And um, I can't say that anything really has me too alarmed, that it sounds dangerous. Um, and one ingredient, L-carnitine, is actually been looked at um, by veterinary nutritionists, and it has found to be beneficial for weight loss. So that might be something that you can consider. Um, I will tell you all the way around, though, is that uh, weight loss is it comes down to a formula, a math formula. Take in less calories than you need. Expend more ca- calories in the output. Um, so for me, I always go, kind of go back to that math equation. So no supplement is going to replace that. Good, sound calorie counting, it, it really applies for dogs as well. So for me, I might look at L-carnitine as an additive feature, but um, it's, it's not going to do it on its own. So you shouldn't be giving any kind of supplements just to lose weight on its own. There's no real secret. It's just like humans. There's no secret pill or anything. No, but, you know, I think it's always great to be alerted to the possibility of your pet being overweight because, you know, it is an epidemic in the United States. And and really, the the interesting thing and the funny thing that veterinarians will tell you is that 45% of people will mistakenly say that their pet is in good, healthy weight when, during that veterinary exam, the vet is going to tell them, your pet is actually overweight. (laughs) 
Hmm, so wow. we have to really start to recognize the problem of obesity. So I'm glad that this uh, um, this listener is paying attention to the problem of obesity because really over 50% of our dogs and cats in the United States are currently overweight or obese. So it's a big problem. Can't you, can't, Dr. Debbie, can't you tell when you look at your dog? I mean, what are the signs visually when you look at a dog that he is overweight? Well, when you're looking at a dog, we go by body condition scoring. So this is a, a method of looking at the body, and we I usually use a score between one to five, one being very skinny and five being just obese. So a three is ideal. And what we want to see is a little tucked-up area on the flank when you look at them from the side. When you look down over top of them, you don't want to see a potato shape. You want to see a little bit of an indentation at the waist. And when you actually touch them, you should feel the ribs with just a little bit of gentle pressure. If you're feeling padding, squishing, then you've got extra weight on that baby. Um, and, and what's really interesting is people will bring in dogs to me. They say, oh, I found the stray dog. He's so skinny. No, he's not. He's in perfect body weight. This is what a normal weight body uh, weight dog looks like in the United States. So we have to get used to that and teach ourselves what that looks like. You know what I really like is the the guys and gals that bring their dogs into the vet office and they say, okay, well, I'm feeding them Hill's uh, diet, science diet, special diet, lose weight stuff, and they're still gaining weight. And at the same time, they're giving them treats. (laughs) Table scraps. Table scraps and all kinds of other stuff. Yes. Everything adds up. Everything that they put in their mouth or that we give them, it all does add up. And and there are some, you know, different strategies with uh, weight loss diets. And there's some really exciting things out on the forefront. And I'm not going to plug any one company, but um, Science Diet has a new diet called a metabolic diet that's a little different than anything else in the past where we're not talking about fiber content. It is actually a natural balance of ingredients that turns on the lean dog genes in that body and it shuts down the fat dog genes helps them to lose weight even if you kind of cheat a little bit so can i try it (laughs) yeah i was gonna say can't they come up with that for people yeah yeah you know veterinary medicine is always on cutting edge you know human medicine sometimes lags behind Mm. i'm looking at these flashcards here and they show what food treats junk food that we give them what it's equivalent to for humans and it's like one french fry if you give your dog one french fry is equivalent oh, to man. six cheeseburgers if we eat mm. six cheeseburgers yeah, that's that's yeah. so bad to give a dog fried food isn't it dr debbie i mean isn't that death right there well yeah it's it's not a good idea in any which way the thing it's making us feel better but it's really doing nothing for that pet's nutrition uh-huh. and all those empty calories you know you're taking away a belly that's you know so i have a client the other day that their dog wouldn't eat anything but they were feeding it all all these other treats and snacks and it's you know where's the good nutrition we're not getting that because we're getting junk good to know well there you go if you have a question for dr debbie or for dog trainer alan cable dog father joey villani or joey turner you can call 1-866-405-8405 or just like john did he uh, contacted us through the free animal radio app stacy what do you got coming up I know this isn't exactly a animal story per se, but we talk a lot about insects uh, from time to time as well, uh, including animals uh, on my newscast. And there's a Chinese man who had a parasite, a worm actually, inside his head. Ooh, a six-inch long worm was inside his skull. I'll tell you about it. And that worm was living. Uh, Are you grossed out yet? Well, like if you want all the details, uh, I'll finish you off. Coming up. On Animal Radio News. That's, That's like the scariest cool. thing ever. Yeah, that is. No, it is not cool, Dr. Debbie. It is it not is cool. It's so cool. <laughs> no. 
No, did you guys see there was a woman? This story was it was in the papers or in the internet like a couple of months ago, maybe three months ago. Same thing. This woman kept going to the doctor. There's something living in my head and it itches. And and the doctor thought she was a lunatic and was ready to you know like commit her. And then he saw it move. And she had two of these worms living in her scalp. And it's some sort of weird, rare worm in Asia that they have. And they, they burrow into your head and they live there. That's just Ugh. awful. Also, we'll be talking about DirecTV and their brand new channel, three, what is it, 345, where you could, for this month, it's free. Uh, after that, it's four ninety nine a month. But it's for your dog. And are they watching it? Does it really work? If you are looking for a great gift for your pet friend, you're going to love this next guest. She takes pictures of your pets and then makes pillows out of them. The actual shape of the pet. Lifelike? It is lifelike. They're like lifelike pillows. I'm sure they're, you, you have, you look over, is that the animal there? <laughs> You do double text, <laughs> and it's an ingenious idea. We welcome the uh, person behind that ingenious idea, Shannon Broder. How are you doing, Shannon? I'm good. How are you? Splendid. Where are we calling you today? I'm in Brooklyn, New York. That's where I grew up. You really? You just don't That's seem like I a Brooklyn up. boy. Oh yes, I did. Where where in Brooklyn are you? I'm in Bedstay. Okay. Do you know I where grew that up is? in Canarsie in East New York. Canarsie, huh? Is there really a town yep. named Canarsie? I guess. There's a town named Canarsie with Mill Basin right down there at the end of it. I don't know what's in that thing, but it'll eat you alive. If you stick your foot in, it comes out without a foot. <laughs> Shannon, it seems like this is an idea that uh, I, I wish I had I thought know. of. I know. Just... It seems like a real gimme, but you, you've capitalized on it very well. People send you pictures, and then you create the pillows. You sew around the pictures. What What is the process? Yeah, um, people can send me JPEGs. I take them to my email, um, and then I'm actually a printmaker by trade. So oh, I a what? File, a what? A printmaker. Okay. So I'm a silk screener. So I take the file um, and silk screen it onto fabric, and that's the way that it gets transferred to the fabric. It's not digital. It's all hand done. Um, and then I sew it, stuff it, and hand sew the seam and send it off. Girl, that is like, do you have a patent? Because that's genius what yes. you've come up with. <laughs> I haven't. Seriously. I'm working on the patent. Oh, it's hilarious. It's like you can sit there on the couch and have your animals surrounding you. And you know what? You can also not only have your current animals, but if you have an old animal that you know that passed away years ago. That you would freak still, me out. Oh, you have their lifelike pillow sitting there. Wouldn't that be Awesome. I'd look over and that would freak me out too much. <laughs> I do get a lot of deceased pets, but I mean, it's it's really just, you know, a memory. So I think people really appreciate that. What if you get like a pillow that's just like your dog, but you start loving your dog pillow better than your dog and your dog gets jealous? They might attack the pillow. What about this? Well, oh, no, there are a lot of dogs that love the dog pillow. Oh, really? So they'll see the image of themselves, and like I have a dog. My friend has the pillow of their dog, and the dog sleeps with it every single night. <laughs> like they awesome. got it for their couch, but now the dog took it. Uh, okay. How funny. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, how about humans? Have, uh, well, no. I mean, if you're a lonely person, you might want. How? Well, I'm just suggesting. <laughs> if you're a lonely of course, person. I'm not lonely because I have clones, and my clones he keep me clones. company. Yes. But have you ever done a, a human? I've done a few children. Children. Like okay. People, people want pictures of their children to give to grandparents and stuff like. That, but that's not as popular. I think pets, people are really attached to their pets, and then children with pillows are a little creepy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alan. I was just going to say, I'm going to have you do one on my mother-in-law, and then when she comes over, I'm going to drive over it repeatedly in front of her. Oh, that is horrible. Alan. That is just wrong, Alan. She's a mean woman. She's a, something needs to happen to her. 
<laughs> okay, we're, we're getting off the subject We here. really are yes. way off track here. So how much do these cost if we want to do this? I'm sure there are many listeners now that uh, are saying this is a great idea. Wish I had thought of it also. Um, I sell them on my website for 80 80 bucks. Okay. Now, are they? Yeah. if I have a chihuahua, is it going to be smaller than if I have a lab? Is it going to be a big lab pillow and a small chihuahua pillow? These life-size? Uh, yeah. No, they're definitely not life-size. That would be insane. Um, I, they're generally 13 inches by 17 inches based off the proportion of the pet. So if it's a really tall, like if the dog is sitting down, it's really tall. So it's going to be 17 inches tall and then however wide that would make it. Um, so it's a nice pillow size. I but if it. somebody wanted like a custom size, like if they said to you, hey, I got dough and I want a life-size pillow just like my dog, could you do that? I can do it, but that's going to be a lot more than $80. It's a lot of a lot of fabric and a lot of stuffing. I bet you're selling a whole bunch of those. Yes, they sell it pretty quickly. I, I bet your hands are pretty tired from all that sewing. <laughs> I've acquired help. So where did the idea come from? Did, was it like a happy hour? It was a happy hour. It was. Hey, finally somebody yeah. said yes. No, it was me and my friends were all at a bar, and I was explaining what I was doing with my business <laughs> and how I make pillows shaped like animals and, that, oh, I have an elephant and an octopus and all this other stuff. My friend just, like, stopped dead in her tracks like, oh, my God, can you make a pillow of my cat? And I was like, well, yeah, actually, probably. It'd be pretty easy. The uh, website is Broder Press. That's uh, Shannon's last name, Broder, B-R-O-D-E-R-P-R-E-S-S dot com, BroderPress.com. Check it out. She should give you something to give away. I think you're right, Alan. Let's do it. 1-866-405-8405 right now to pick up on one of these Broder Press pillows. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. It's toll free at 1-866-405-8405 to the dream team. And uh, it's our lost show today. We'll be talking about... Ways not to lose your pet. And what happens when you lose your pet? Also on the show today, in all seriousness, John Polimeno. Polimeno? John, I'm gonna, he's going to come on. I'm going to slaughter his name. But he's going to tell us about <laughs> his app, his um, uh, iPhone app, which helps you find Rover or whatever your dog's name is. Uh, that's all in the way right here on Animal Radio. Let's take a call for Alan Cable. one 405 8405 It's toll-free. For you, my friend, and we're talking to Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Where are you calling from? Uh, right now, I'm in Wichita, Kansas. I'm a truck driver out of Arkansas. Mm, do you travel with your dog? I do all the time, and I have for over thirty years. Oh, good. What's going I have on? a Siberian Husky. He's four years old, and he's got unusual temperament for a Siberian Husky. I've had three in my life. Uh, one lived to be eighteen. One was uh, twelve when she died, and then I've got this one here who's four. All of them have been purebred. Uh, none of them are papered. They were just purebred huskies. But uh, this one, he's extremely nervous, and that's in or out of the truck. It's so bad that at times he just trembles. And uh, I can manage that pretty good just by cuddling, comforting him. But uh, the problem I'm having with him, and he's the first one I've had this problem with, is he is housebroken as long as somebody's right there. He'll come and get you, tell you he needs to go out. Uh, he'll hold it all night long. But as soon as somebody steps away, he'll pee or poop somewhere. And I just don't know how to control that. Hey, Rick, have you had this dog since you were a, since the dog was a puppy? I have. He was uh, seven weeks old when we got him. 
You know, uh, it's interesting. What do you do when the dog pees and poops, when you come back and you find it? What do you do? I will scold him, and then I will walk him to the door and take him outside. Okay. All right. Uh, first, Firstly, don't scold him anymore, okay? When, when you walk back and you find it, don't pay any attention to him at all. Just put his leash on, unless you catch him doing it, unless you catch him in the act. That's the only okay. time you quickly make a correction, and it's not a scolding. It's like, hey, stop it, and then you take him outside immediately, and then you praise him when he goes outside. But when he does it okay. and you don't catch him, you walk back, you take him, you chain him up, take him to where he can't see you clean it up. It's very important that he okay. doesn't see you clean it up. In other words, dogs are always watching us for cues, for leadership cues. And a dog will figure out how to get attention from his owner. And and it's really oh, yeah. strange. People, so, I'm sorry, what would you say, buddy? I said, oh, yeah. And these huskies are so extremely intelligent. They, they, they learn really quick. The other thing I was going to tell you after I tell you about this is uh, is is the fear that your dog has and and how to you know how to alleviate that. Dogs are nervous for lots of reasons. But anyway, you take your dog away from the you know the accident. You clean it up and pay no attention to your dog. It's very very important. You pay no attention to your dog. And as soon as you stop paying attention to the dog and make sure that the dog understands that you know you only want them to go to the bathroom outside, which is very important that they understand that. A lot of times you think they do, but they don't. Uh, so the important thing is no attention after the accident and absolutely do not let the dog see you clean it up because some dogs get a big rise out of that you know so and then use an enzyme cleaner to alleviate the smell you've got to get the smell out or the dog will keep marking the same spot so so take your dog out Nature's Miracle, I think, is the name of the product. Yeah, that's a good product. So take your dog out before you you know, you plan to walk away, and you might also try confining the dog either in his crate or in a small space because they don't like to go there, and that will pretty much hopefully eliminate the dog going when you're not around so that you can control you know, the dog. Now, as far as the fear goes, the one thing that you don't want to do, believe it or not, when your dog is shaking and fearful, again, is to give your dog attention. So, you, because your dog will continue to be fearful and shake because he's getting attention. So you want to teach him to be calm and happy and mellow without you around and in every situation. It's not uncommon for dogs to be scared of doorways and shadows and uh, hallways. It's very common because a dog will have a bad experience in a hallway or a bad experience in a, in a, in a certain part of the house or looking at his shadow and will associate that bad experience with either the, do the doorway, the hallway, or the shadow or something like that. So you have to turn those into good experiences by figuring out and watching your dog Watch your dog to see what is making your dog afraid. Try to notice what the fear trigger is. And when you figure it out, you can eliminate the fear trigger over time just by sitting. Like, let's say your dog was afraid of his shadow. You would just sit there in front of the dog with his shadow there, and you would give him treats and invite him into the shadow and pet him. No parade, though. No hugging, no comforting, just good dog. Give him a treat. Until he starts to associate either the, the doorway or the shadow with something pleasurable like you giving him a treat. It's a very powerful trigger. You know, to, to change an association, it's very powerful when you use positive reinforcement. So watch your dog because he's watching you. And be a leader. Yeah. Be a be a strong, confident leader, and your dog will calm down. Yeah, I've just never seen that in the Husky. They're generally very calm, very happy-go-lucky dogs. And, oh, uh, all dogs one, are different, you know. He has, he, night, he has nightmares. He will jump up and run smack into a wall because he's not even awake. You know what? All dogs do that. I mean, my dog does that, too. He's chasing I've, something. I've never seen one do that. This, this one's the first one. I've had, you know, four or five dogs in my life. I've always kept them till, from birth to 
still there. So, and, so does uh, that rattle you? Do you get all? Do you get uh, nervous when that happens yourself? Do you notice that in yourself? Yeah, I noticed that uh, the last incident. I thought he just about wiped himself out. He jumped up and ran smack into the coffee table, and I have a very heavy coffee table. It's one of the ones with the like marble top on it. And he moved the coffee table two feet and just started crying. He wouldn't get up off the floor. I didn't know what had happened to him. You know, I want you to consciously think of being calm and being a leader and being that dog's uh, confidence. I want you to be confident in yourself and be that dog's uh, rock. And when you start acting that way, your dog's going to mellow right out. I guarantee it. It'll take a couple of days, but you'll notice a behavioral change in your dog. As you gain confidence, your dog will too. They feed off of us. You wouldn't believe it, but they do. Okay. Well, I know he's with me 24-7. I mean, it's unless I go to the store or something like that when I'm at home. But in the truck, you know, he's with me every day in the truck, and, and uh, he doesn't go anywhere that I'm not there. So Just be confident and envision the outcome you want. Just think, if you want your dog to stay, think of him staying in your head. Think of exactly right. what you want in your head. All right. I appreciate the info. We'll try yeah, thank you, buddy. Technique. Thanks for calling. You know, thank you. Why couldn't you say this a long time ago? I mean, you, me? you knew I got four, I got, yeah, you, I got four male Karen Terriers, okay? And I've talked about it a million times that I can't get them to stop peeing. But I got to tell you, they see me cleaning up, I come down with the mop, I'm like, you mother, and I, you know, XXX, whatever, and the dogs all run, and then they watch me clean it up. So they shouldn't watch me clean it up, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. You see, anytime, people don't understand that even when you get mad at a dog, you're giving your dog attention. Even when you get upset, you're giving your dog attention. The object is to never give a dog attention unless the dog is doing what you want. And so when you give a dog attention by either scolding or yelling or cleaning up in front of the dog, the dog is very happy about that. They love attention. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Attention is the whole ball of wax for a dog. But then they're not happy when they're like that. They're manic because they're in charge of you, and they, they don't want to be in charge of you. They want you to so be like confident. To the dog, right? Some the dog thinks like I'm like yeah. like um domestic Hazel help from. Hey, you know what's so funny? I bet you there's so many people listening don't know who Hazel is. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't think that. <laughs> I would be one of those. She's uh, Hazel that's like a, She was the maid. It was a '50s show. It was a it was a comedy yes. show on in the '50s. Mm. <laughs> that's because I'm so young. <laughs> Still, uh, yeah, but there's nothing Hal doesn't know about '70s rock. This is Animal Radio. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to Stella and Chewy's. Don't you just hate paying for things you don't need? Well, I do. And that's why I'm here to tell you about PennyBackup.com. We all know about those big companies that allow us to back up our computer files to a safe place on the web, and, and that's great. What makes me crazy is that they make me pay for gigabytes of storage that I don't need. PennyBackup.com is here to the rescue. Same features, same data protection, same services, but you pay only 8.9 cents per gigabyte used. That's less than a dime per gigabyte. Save money, lose nothing along the way go to pennybackup.com don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-645-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. 
say goodbye to the cable guy and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-645-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-645-MY-TV. 1-855-645-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-645-MY-TV. 1-855-645-MY-TV. And let's take another call for the good doctor, Dr. Debbie. We have Jim on the phone. Hey, Jim, how you doing? Good, yourself? Very good. Where are you today? Uh, Ventura, California. Lovely Ventura. Oh. That's home for us. Yes, I love Ventura. The stunning Dr. Debbie's right here oh, next to Yes. Thank you, Hal. With that introduction, man, I better uh, have a good answer for you here today. <laughs> what do you got going on? Well, I got a lopsilopso that's got... I don't know if it's got fleas or I don't know if it's a diet because he's itching and scratching and biting himself till he gets really raw. What parts of his body is he doing that on? Normally it's like his rear legs, back in the hind area Mm -hmm. and underneath his leg. Okay. Well, I mean, what part of the country are you calling from? This is, uh, I I live in a little town in Newbury Park, California, Southern California. Oh, okay. That's right. You said that. Okay. Yeah, it's like so, yeah. Like the food or something. I, like, I don't know, because I tried to stuff you put a drop on their collar or something. Yeah, and the big thing is that when we're talking about the causes of itching, um, one of the first things in many parts of the country we really have to address very aggressively is flea control. And they are just a huge problem in that one bite can cause an itch response that can last for weeks. So it's hard sometimes to see these little critters, and they only spend a very small proportion of their time on the pet. So we need to do a very good vigilant flea control. That might be something like a spot-on product that sounds like you may have been doing. But it also is going to require um, finding out a little bit more about what's going on in your pet's skin. And uh, when we're talking about allergies, that can be a huge cause of itching. And there's food allergies, which are related to the proteins that they're taking in and that a pet can be sensitive to those, as well as inhalant or environmental allergies. So there's kind of this whole bag we kind of classify as allergies, but they can be from different types of situations. So food allergies, yes, can cause itching. And it's probably one of the more common things in my area that cause itching in the Las Vegas area. Um, But we also want to look for things like those fleas as well as infections, yeast, bacterial, um, and other types of processes that can be going on. So uh, for me, I would take a look at your baby. I would do a nice physical exam, look through their fur. If there's any redness or sores or moisture on the skin, I'd like to sample that because that gears us towards the right medications if we need to go there. So I think that you're going to need to get at least some veterinary guidance on this from someone who can put their eyeballs on your dog, and we can work right. through that. Some of the simple things that we can try, at least until you can get to the vet's office, are going to include using things like antihistamines. Um, most dogs can tolerate things like Benadryl, chlorpheniramine, uh, which are antihistamines that can help with the itch response. Um, so that can be something that can be used, as well as... Give like a Benadryl? 
Yeah, yeah. Most dogs can take Benadryl. There can be some sensitivities for some pets that have seizure disorders and things like that. But you will want to confirm that and check with your veterinarian to make sure your pet can take that and that that would be appropriate. But that would be something they can guide you through. Um, the other thing that you can do is to use topical therapy. And just like a person when you got, like, say, uh, chicken pox and you're itching really bad, Oh, that was so long ago, but I remember that. <laughs> um, you you can take an Aveeno bath, an oatmeal bath, and there are products that have the similar ingredient that can be soothing to a pet, um, and it can last for about two to three days. Then the benefit wears off, and you got to do it again. So colloidal oatmeal shampoos, conditioning sprays, things of that nature would be something you can look for, um, and that might help at least get you through that point until you can get to that veterinary office and uh, you see what your particular situation is. Can I mix like a flea bat with that oatmeal stuff? No, you're not going to want to mix anything with the, that kind of product. You can alternate those on different days. Um, so if you're doing a flea bath or um, a flea treatment, most of those you want to leave on and not wash the product off right away. But you can alternate that um, in doing an, a colloidal oatmeal bath on another day or a week later. All and right. Yeah, now food is um, kind of gets into a kind of lengthy conversation when we talk about food allergies, and that's not going to be a quick fix. So I would say that might be phase two or phase three when we're, we're talking about trying to control the itch. The first right. thing is to really make sure we're uh, tackling those fleas aggressively, treating the pet and the environment, and then um, also looking for these other problems, the skin infections that we need to kind of uh, control before we can expect to stop that itch. All right, cool. I appreciate that. Good luck with All that, right, Jim. My pleasure. Thanks for your time, you guys. Take care. You know, first time I heard your show, so I'm going to listen to it more often. We appreciate you listening, and we hope to hear from you again. Yeah, you will. Thanks for being there. Of course. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Uh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Okay. So you're going to the bathroom now? Yeah. It'll take me twelve seconds. Okay. Yeah. We're counting, oh, oh. Alan. I know. I was going to oh, go. Oh, no, no. You know what? Let me. I'll stay. Well, well I, I'd rather your bladder be. You just know. go. Hurry just up. Just go. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, you know, as long as he's not dribbling all the way. Hi, Debbie. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. What's going on in your world? Um, I think I need to talk to Dr. Debbie. I have an unusual situation. I have four Boston Terriers, and I have one of them who's at six years old, he has developed a weird thing when the leaves started to fall this year that he's never had before. And that's where he starts bubbling out of his nose and he has trouble breathing and then he might fall over on his side and sit up slim and then be okay. But mm-hmm. it's seemingly, uh, he's, he's, um, he, you can see that he's in dis- distress. Um, mm-hmm. we've been to, the emergency clinic and uh, alternative uh, a uh, integrative doc, uh, veterinarian here and a regular veterinarian and nobody seems to really have a real answer or they just want to put him on prednisone or uh, Temeril P and Benadryl and then he seems okay sort of and then when we start to wean him off he goes back to the same weird behavior and we've had leaves you know for the six years that we have had him and this is the first time I've ever seen this. Okay. And so has he had problems breathing unrelated to the fall? Um, you know, being a Boston Terrier, has he had problems with um, any kind of uh, nasal surgery, soft palate, as far as mm-hmm. um, stenotic yeah. he had Before the age of 12 months, he had two soft palate surgeries from at Ohio okay. State University. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and the nasal one, too. 
Okay. Okay. All right. So he has. So in, and that's the big thing. Now, when he has the episodes, when he's bubbling in that, um, does he just fall over kind of all of a sudden? Have any kind of seizure-like activity? You know, it, it does not look like a seizure, and they don't think mm-hmm. that it is. They think that he um, he can't get air, and okay. um, because right afterwards he spits up white phlegm, and then he's like, fine. And he's not really okay. passing out, passing out, but he just falls over um on his side, and okay. when he does that, you know, it's, uh, and I've even tried, like I've given the Heimlich and the, and the white phlegm will pop out and he'll feel fine. So okay. what they're saying is they think it's accumulating, the excessive mucus is accumulating, and he has, I was told he has an extra fat tongue, okay. and that he has, even since the, the surgery, he just has a tiny little opening, you know, through his throat. I gotcha. All right. And, and that's going to be the big thing is what, what I think your, your boy is doing is having vagal episodes. And yeah. this is actually something that happens a lot in the brachycephalic breeds, the short face breeds. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons is, is that, well, I'll back up. The vagus nerve is um, a nerve that goes from the head down to the abdomen. And there can be certain things in the body that disrupt that or overstimulate that nerve. For some mm-hmm. animals and people, it can be things like digestive problems. Um, it can be the respiratory problems, and I see this a lot in the brachycephalics, that if they have a lot of the respiratory components to the upper airway disease, they have the narrowed nostrils, they have a narrow trachea, long soft palate, they can even get um, everted tracheal um, or laryngeal saccules and yeah. um, some other changes up there. So some of those things they might not see, but they might suspect. Um, you'd have to kind of go up with a scope to see some of those other things in the back of the throat. Um, but just being of that breed and having some of these airway changes, it's going to make it very likely that the vagus nerve can get overstimulated. And what happens with that? The heart rate drops and mm-hmm. the heart doesn't pump as well and the blood pressure drops and, a, and the pet will pass out. And you usually come right back up. Um, yeah. I've even seen dogs do this after they vomit. So where they'll vomit and then they just pass out and then they come right back up. Um, so the, the, the goal would be is to try to address what is the biggest problem and that's going to be the respiratory disease. So that might mean going to have, you know, some of these other upper airway, um, things evaluated and to see if those need to be addressed. And, and then the other thing is, yeah, if we have, allergies, something seasonal that makes our respiratory symptoms worse, oh boy, you've got an extra whammy onto the whole thing there. Um, So then um, we might talk about, you know, things like, you know, steroids can be helpful for the short term, um, but you may even want to see a dermatologist for allergy testing and molds just like anything else seasonally we can test for. We can hyposensitize, desensitize a pet with hyposensitization injections, and that might be one thing you can do. You can do do that to mold, leaf mold. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And well, every region in the country is a little different in some of those things, so you have to make sure that testing is done appropriate for your area. I see. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for your call, Debbie, at one 405 8405 You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. What could be more horrible than a worm living in your head? It's easy to find excuses to come back again and again to Buffalo Wild Wings this time of year. Host your draft party at Buffalo Wild Wings, and you could get an exclusive fantasy draft kit that includes gift certificates for $100 and free food at participating locations and while supplies last, of course. A fantasy draft party with wings and beer. Yep, Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. 
Up your game and score even more giveaways on Buffalo Wild Wings and Yahoo Fantasy Football National Draft Day on August 24th. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Some nights I can't get to sleep. Some nights I can't stay asleep. With Unisom, I can do both. Unisom sleep tabs are clinically proven to help you fall asleep 33% faster and keep you asleep longer so you get a more restful night's sleep. Made with an ingredient not found in other leading sleep aids, Unisom sleep tabs are safe and non-habit forming. Just one pill takes the uncertainty out of bedtime, giving you the sleep you need. So I wake up, ready to go. Unisom sleep tabs. Fall asleep faster. Sleep longer. It was the moment I realized I was about to lose my job. I found myself searching for pills instead of just being with my family. At that moment, I finally decided to get help for my addiction to opioids. The prescription painkillers. At TurnToHelpNow.com. You'll learn that opioid dependence is a real medical condition and that there are different ways to get help, including those in a private setting, without the need for daily visits. That moment led me to TurnToHelpNow.com. Make now your moment. Visit TurnToHelpNow.com today. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit FosterAndSmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, a mechanical likeness of a bear best known for roaming through several Glendale, California neighborhoods is going to be featured on the city's official Rose Parade float. This bear, I remember seeing the, the uh, video of it. He was go- he was, it was probably a couple hours. He was going in and out of people's backyards while they were trying to chase him. The city council approved the idea this week and the display is projected to cost about $155,000. Most of the money expected to come from private donors. The 400-pound animal was dubbed Meatball because they caught him eating frozen Costco meatballs in a garage freezer. (laughs) Meatball became uh, quasi-celebrity after his roaming was captured by several L.A. TV station helicopters. A 60-year-old Chinese man had been suffering from nasty headaches and fainting fits for more than six months before he went to see a doctor. Well, an x-ray of Wang Ming's head revealed that he had a six-inch-long parasitic worm inside of his skull. I'm going to give you a moment to think about that. He was admitted to the First People's Hospital to have it removed in a three-hour operation. Here's the best part. You ready for this? He's alive, well, and wormless. The worst part, when doctors removed the terrifying parasite and put it in a container of water, it started swimming around. I know. You, I, I, your food right now is just kind of swimming around your mouth. Okay, ready for this? A bear wanders into a bar, and a drink's named after him. I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. It really happened at a pub 
in Estes Park, Colorado. My wife happened to put on, after she saw the pic, one of our bartenders that evening was Missy, and she said, well, the bear wandered in for a drink, but sadly had to leave because Missy wouldn't serve him because he didn't have his ID. Dave Callahan's with Laginius Saloon Nightclub and Grill and says the bear came in through the back door of the bar on West Elkhorn Avenue. Security camera footage shows the bear making its way past empty tables and turning around and uh, sauntering right back inside. Patrons at the bar were completely oblivious to the animal. The bear's gotten so much attention, Callahan actually named a drink after him. Well, I know this isn't funny, but I'm kind of laughing anyway. Police in the city of Odom, England, were investigating allegations of animal cruelty against one Musa Khan when a police dog with no understanding of irony ate the guy's hamster. Despite the dog being forced to cough it up, the animal uh, had died, unfortunately, and an awkward pause no doubt followed before police resumed their bold crusade of animal protection. Hamsters accepted. Um... (laughs) Khan was charged with mistreating his parakeet, banned from bird ownership for two years. The dog later told his friends at the pound that, uh, as they all had suspected, hamsters do taste like chicken. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. It's easy to find excuses to come back again and again to Buffalo Wild Wings this time of year. Host your draft party at Buffalo Wild Wings and you could get an exclusive fantasy draft kit that includes gift certificates for $100 and free food. At participating locations and while supplies last, of course, a fantasy draft party with wings and beer. Yep, Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Up your game and score even more giveaways on Buffalo Wild Wings and Yahoo Fantasy Football National Draft Day on August 24th. Judy playing her air guitar. 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio. It is our big lost show today. We're talking about your lost animals. And uh, this next guest, John Pelomeno. Drives around a big old RV promoting Finding Rover, which is his brand new iPhone app. 
that uh, will help you find your animal using face recognition software. Now you've seen this. Uh, hmm. Maybe if you're if you're an Apple guy, you know that Apple in some of their uh, programs they use face recognition. Yeah, I've never seen it used humans. for yeah. I've never seen it used for animals. I, yeah. I can't imagine that would be very easy. But we got John on the phone. Hey, John, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I am very enthused by this whole idea that you have here. Is it working? Oh, absolutely. It is. And, uh, you know, we launched two weeks ago, and in the first two weeks, we've uh, recovered through facial recognition seven dogs already. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to know more. So it's a it's a smartphone app, and you got to explain this for Alan. Alan has a dumb phone, unfortunately. <laughs> he doesn't yes. have a smartphone. Yes. But how does it find? Obviously, you got to put your animal's picture in there so that it can recognize it later on. I assume. How does explain for the dummies like me? Oh, it's it's actually really simple. All you do, the, the app is free. You download the app and then you register your dog by taking a photo of it. When you take a photo of your dog, it, you'll you'll be prompted to to take and mark the eyes and the nose, and that's it. And as soon as you do that, your dog is registered. You oh, that's. That sounds so simple, but let me tell you right now, Ladybug, the studio star dog, it's still? really hard to get a good photo of her. How do I even get her to look at the camera? Ah, uh, well, that was one of the toughest things. But what we did is we invented a bark button. So when you when you <laughs> go to the camera in the app, uh, there's a little bark button, and when you hit it, we found that a puppy squealing attracts the attention of 99% of the dogs who look straight at the camera, and then you take. That's the absolutely picture. true. Wow, that is ingenious. Yeah, it's hilarious when you see him when when you see it work. I mean, they're looking around all of a sudden straight at the camera. John, I got to ask you something because I'm I'm a little bit of the skeptic probably here in the Always, group. Always, yeah. Uh, so, have you looked at like families of related dogs, and and does the software work within just like related uh, dogs that you might have? I guess what you're saying is some animals look alike. Yeah, yeah. so you know, you've got yes. brothers, sisters. You know, Collies. can it discern them? Actually, the software and the, 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 the programming doesn't know it's actually a dog. So, uh, we were, we were fortunate enough to partner up with the University of Utah and these amazing scientists who spent a year developing this, uh, this software. And so it doesn't know it's a dog. So you can actually put a hundred German Shepherds in the database, put yours in there, and yours will pop up in the top three 98% of the time. Wow, that is pretty wow. impressive. Judy has uh, yeah. downloaded the app, and she's just about to take a picture of Ladybug using the uh, Bark feature, which you just talked about. Go ahead, if you will. Great. If it doesn't work, I can I can make her stare at the camera. Okay, so that you, when you hit the button, it, it that's the sound it makes, and your dog looks at the camera, and it snaps a photo of your, your dog that you need to reach. So i got to ask, it's a free application. How are you making your money? Come on, big guy. Spill the beans. Uh, yeah, we're not. Uh, we're very fortunate that we've had some wonderful investors that are dog lovers. Our premise was that it was always going to be free. Uh, there was never going to be any charge. It's been three years in the development. Eventually, I'm sure we'll, you know, we'll bring in sponsors and so forth and so on, but we didn't want to be one of those sites that all you see is advertising, advertising, advertising. This is really about us as a community looking after each other's pets. And we, oh my we, God, we, dude, I just want to hug you so bad right now. <laughs> well, well, thank you. It's been, it's just, it's been both humbling and amazing in the last three weeks. I mean, I come from the construction industry. I sold my company when uh, three years ago. I came up with this idea in a coffee shop, looking at a lost dog. Coffee poster. shop, Thinking wink, wink. Okay, a yeah, I get it. Huh? Yeah, yeah looking, looking at a lost dog poster with my wife, and brought back memories of this dog we lost, and and driving around the neighborhood with our kids crying in the back, and posters and everything we did. And I thought there had to be a better way, and this idea popped in my head, and. 
I stuck with it, and three years later, here we are. But did you find your You're dog? Brilliant. Luckily, two days later, a neighbor had our dog. Oh, so good. there was a happy ending to our to our dog Harley. We're hearing a lot of Aww. stories like that today. Yeah, the neighbors. Check your neighbors first yeah. if your dog is. <laughs> Uh, so you said you've had seven recoveries uh, just recently. Tell us about that and how it worked. Well, what will happen is when you post your when you post your dog lost, um, it, it goes into the database. A push notification goes out to everybody that has the app within a ten mile area. Wow. When somebody finds a dog and they and they take a picture of the dog, it automatically does a search and it'll pop up the five most likely dogs uh, to to the search. And if well, there's a match. Your phone, you, that's the only time you ever put your phone number. It's the only time we ever ask anything about the owners. We don't ask anything until you lose your dog or you find a dog, and that's just a phone number so you can contact each other. And uh, once that happens, the owner will then click that my dog's back home, and we have a success. You've had seven of those this week. That's pretty amazing. So I see this is only available for the uh, iPhone. What about um, Android? Android will be out in about 90 days. You know, I, I say it's simple, but, it you know, it's been three years developing. There's there, it, It's a very complicated app, so we wanted to make sure we worked out all the bugs with one platform. So we're working out all the bugs in, in the Apple platform, and within 90 days, Android will be out. And also, for those who are not mobile phone savvy, you'll be able to upload your dog's picture on our website and do the exact same thing. Oh, so anybody that has wow. a phone can help you find your dog. Wow, you got to love it. Okay, Very so cool. here's the website, FindingRover.com. FindingRover.com to learn more. It is a free app. So why not? Why not register your animal right now? So just in case somewhere down the line you leave the door open like a bonehead, the dog is missing, and all of a sudden you remember, hey, I have this app that has his face in it. And someone may take a picture. Now, what about the person that has to take a, that finds the animal? They have to take a picture of the animal too, right? Right. Well, that's the beauty of it. And and you know, we we want you to do everything. We want you to chip your dog. We want you to do everything you can to protect your dog. But the great thing about this is Sunday afternoon in the park, and there's a big dog there. All you have to do is take a picture to identify it. You don't have to put it in your car, take it anywhere, do anything. Just take a picture. Is your company public? Can I get it on the stock exchange? No. no. <laughs> We're not, but some other exciting news. You know, we also developed it for cats. It actually works even better for cats. We can't get it not to identify a cat. In about three months, Finding Kitty will be out. Oh, will be able to do it for cats. When does Finding Ex-Husband come out? Yeah. I don't think anybody will ever look for them. Yeah, who cares? (laughs) I'm thinking one year, I'm betting one year you will have been bought up by... I'm thinking Pet Finder, Discovery Communications. Oh, yeah. It'll be you'll be on uh, Easy Street uh, after about a year. But a great invention, and uh, we applaud you for this. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, John Palomino joining us. FindingRover.com is the website, and uh, why not check it out? Isn't it, that's just amazing what that guy did. It is. He's got some big money behind him. Look at the picture of his uh, RV. Yeah. Oh, he'll be bought out. I guarantee it. How do we get in? Why can't we come up with ideas like that, Alan? No, but he, on, see, but the thing is, he doesn't care about the money. He he wants to keep it free. So I don't know if he'll be bought out because he doesn't want people to have to pay for it. I, that's why I think he's a personally look at it. He's a construction guy, sold his company, and then he comes up with an idea, and somehow he makes it happen. It's just amazing. America's amazing. It really is. It's not about the money. <laughs>
<laughs> it hurts to say that, doesn't it, Alan? It, it hurts. You, you're being very, uh, very uh, sweet today, Alan. Normally, you're the skeptic. You're the one who's always saying, "Yeah, they're only out for the can, money." Can I just say? Can I just say that Mr. Debbie has to have his hands full because last week she's like, "Alan, I had no idea you're so angry all the time. Why you're so angry? You're so angry, angry." And this week it's like, "Oh, you're uncharacter- uncharacteristically nice this week. What's wrong? What's wrong? Why don't you want to hurt people this week?" I don't think Dr. Debbie's going to be happy until she neuters me. This is Animal Radio. Hi, Alan. How are you? I'm doing good. How can we help you today? My cat is pooping outside of his box, like up in the laundry room and downstairs. Pooping out of the box. Yucky. Very bad stuff. My cat is a cupcake. Do you have more than one kitty or just this kitty? Only this kitty. All righty. And is he an inside cat or outdoor indoor? He's an inside cat. Okay, inside cat. Well, the first thing that I would like to tackle when we talk about litter box problems in cats, when we're talking poop, we're talking the number two, we're talking the solid stuff, then the number one thing I look at is they're not doing this to get even with us. They're generally doing this because there's some kind of problem with their box. There's a litter box aversion of some sort. So when we talk about peeing out of the box, it tends to be more of a maybe a marking situation. Um, but with pooping, it's generally going to be something that something's not right in the world when it comes to the litter pan. So the first thing I always do is look within and uh, check out that litter box situation because it's as simple as sometimes as a dirty pan not clean to their liking or frequency. Um, sometimes litter pans can be too small. So a cat that weighs 13 pounds is going to need one of the extra large litter pans. Um, or even the covers on litter pans can be very um, uncomfortable for cats. And it can they can bump them and they can cause some discomfort. And if they don't like that feeling, they're not going to use it and they're going to go somewhere else. And then there's even differences in litter. And gosh, you, you can probably buy, uh, lots of different litters and, and try those all, all the different types with the crystals or the scooping or the clay. And you have to kind of try and experiment to see what kitties like and don't like. After that's all done, you know, then I would say there can be some medical reasons for a cat not using the box. But first, I try to keep it simple. Look at that litter box environment, figure out why they might not like it. Um, I've even had cats where they won't use their litter pan and they'll poop around the corner because it's in a noisy area. You know, there's a child in the house and kids can be noisy, uh, especially little babies. So if there's things that make them not want to go to that spot... Or say, for instance, they've gone to the litter pan and something's happened when they've been in the litter pan. Uh, something falls off a shelf and hits them when they're in the litter pan or a loud noise. They may have an aversion to that litter pan in the future, even though that's never going to happen again. They don't know that. They remember the bad feeling they had in the litter pan. So I, I had a I, cat that once, a doctor, that uh, it wouldn't go into the litter pan because it had a cover on it. And I thought for the longest time, I couldn't figure out what was going on, but I put a cover on because it was a messy cat and it would, you know, the litter would be all over the house. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd put a cover on. I guess they they also could feel enclosed in there, like they won't go in there for some reason. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like us. If you go to a public restroom and it's really tight and con- confining, I don't like to go to those bathrooms. Sure. So same thing for cats. And, you know, that can go even a step further where I've had cats that don't like a average size litter pan. And we might have to pull out something unusual like 
and under the uh, bed, those little storage boxes, sometimes you may have to even have a cat get a larger um, litter pan, something like that. Or even I've had a lady who had five cats and she used a small kiddie pool and she used that as her litter pan. Um, so we have to think outside of the box, if you will, <laughs> and really look at it at the cat level. What would be appealing to you? If, if you were using a litter pen. And that's kind of strange to say, I, I think. But um, there's a lot of issues, and it's usually something that's just not right in their environment. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Ticklish, Dr. Debbie? Intensely. I knew it. Mm-hmm. I will actually right. pee my pants if you tickle my feet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Phil, how are you? I am doing great today. How are you, sir? Good. What's going on in your world? Okay, I have two little troublemaking Yorkies that I just love like there's no tomorrow. But one of them is chewing and chewing and chewing everything. I have tried I have tried everything. I have tried hot <laughs> sauce. I have tried the stuff that you buy at pet care stores that supposed to make it bitter and they hate the taste of it not with molly molly chews molly has managed to chew through all of the what's he call them collars that i've gotten she has managed to chew through her license she oh, man yeah. has managed to chew area around the pet carrier that i have her or that i put her in for this she chewed away part that actually locks the door Phil, sounds like a Phil, billy goat, buddy. Phil, how you doing, buddy? I'm having a. I'm actually. I'm doing great. Hey, Phil. You know, uh, let me ask you a couple of questions. Is your dog neutered or spayed? It's a little boy dog, right? Is he neutered yet? No, no. They were okay. both spayed okay. when they were six months old. Right, just between six months and a year Beautiful. old. But they were Beautiful. And and does your dog yeah. have any? Does your dog have any physical problems? Have you checked your dog out with the vet, the one that's chewing just to be safe? Oh, they have. Oh, Phil, the dog's have, got your leg, Phil. They have um, their own little HMO. Okay, each Beautiful. one of them. Every time they sneeze, they go to the dog. I mean, Beautiful. Now, Phil, never... I got a, I got another question for you, Phil. I got questions, and I know you've got answers. Do you play with your dog, Phil? Do you walk your dog every day for like a half hour? Do you play with the Constantly. dogs? Constantly. You get the... Okay, I drive a truck cross country. Right. And every time the air brakes go on, they get out. Right. Do you, do you tire them out good, though, Phil? Does he tire the little yeah. dogs out to where they, yep, yeah. they want to sleep and stuff? Okay, here's my yeah. suggestion. Here's my suggestion. Without knowing you and being there with you, Phil, when you when you take your dogs out and you tire them out, you tire the dog out, you play with your dog, you put the dog in the crate immediately after. I mean, you tire that dog out, put the dog in the crate immediately after, and as soon as the dog is laying there being calm, you tell your dog what a good dog he is, and you give him a treat. You reward him for calm behavior in the crate. 
Okay, the more tired that dog is, the better it's going to be for you. And when you decide to play with the dog and and do a chew thing, like where you're going to play with the dog, where the dog's going to get to chew something, then you always have only two or three toys. Pick the favorite ones, your dog's favorite ones, and you stick that in his face. And when he starts chewing it, you're like, good boy, good dog. And you're consistent, Phil. You do it day in and day out. But the most important thing is to tire your dog out and to teach your dog to be alone without you so that when you leave, your dog is calm. And when you come back, your dog is calm. So you want to work towards calmness. You want your dog to be calm all the time except when you're playing, except when she gets to run around and walk with you and run and and. Excuse me, and you're tiring your dog out. At other times, like you said, whenever she hears the air brakes, she starts to rev up. So that's like a little trigger that tells her, oh, we're going to stop. I'm going to get out. Well, so then play with the air brakes and don't stop, Phil. Don't stop so that she starts to associate the air brakes with nothing. You don't want to give her any triggers that get her wound up and kooky and crazy. Are you there, Phil? Yeah. I think I, I killed you. I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh. I didn't want to well, interrupt you. Phil? Phil, then you want to get married? I'd love a wife like you. Uh, hey, bud. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I wanna, I'm looking for a woman who won't interrupt me. You're the next best thing. Not me, man. <laughs> you got the wrong person for that. Don't even go there. I'm messing with you. I'm messing you with made Bill. him speechless. I did. I took I away listen, his breath. Hey, listen, man. I am open-minded, but not to the point that I let my brain fall out, okay? <laughs> You know, gotcha. <laughs> well, Phil, did, anyway, did anything did anything I say about your pooch? Did that help you at all to make any sense? Kind of, but you'd have to understand Molly. Um, she's. Um, <laughs> I don't have to understand Molly. I have to understand you, Molly. Phil. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, one thing I am, my dogs is very consistent. They have never been off of the. They have. They came from the breeder's arms right into my arms in Des Moines, Iowa, right into my truck. Okay the only life they've ever known they get out four and five times a day for at least a half hour to run and play and and bite at each other and play and just have a good time then they get back in they get a good treat for coming to me when i call them and we going down the road the problem is when i go inside to eat um in a restaurant i come back out and something has been chewed up and they have well, Phil. Again, again, when you leave, don't say goodbye to them. Don't talk to them. Just leave. Learn to stop talking. Okay. About a half hour before you know you're going to pull over to eat, do not talk to your dogs at all. Just be calm. And remember, play with. You got to set it up in your brain. I'm going to play with the dogs. I'm going to exhaust the dogs. I'm going to get back in the truck. I'm going to drive another 40 minutes with the dog in the crate. Then I'm going to leave the truck without saying a word, and I'm going to come back without saying a word. You got to do this stuff, Phil, consistently. It's not going to change overnight. You got a young, energetic dog, and you're probably not getting the dog tired enough. You probably think you are, but the dog needs to be run a lot until the to the point of exhaustion, where where she just doesn't want to run anymore she just wants to stop does he does he put the uh, dog in a crate while he goes in i don't get what's going to keep him from chewing well what keeps dogs dogs chew dogs chew because they through the crate man really this dog has bionic jaws he has a billy goat he don't have a dog dogs (laughs) chew because they're bored nine times out of ten if there's nothing wrong with the dog they chew out of boredom they're bored And that just means they're not getting enough energy released. 
and and they'll start okay. chewing everything. And you've got to teach them what they can chew. And you've got Phil, you've got to work towards being calm. You know, I I just talking to you. You know, you're a guy who likes to talk a lot. I'll bet you're talking to those dogs all the time. I was quiet, and you told me. So you said, "Phil, are you there?" And I said, "I didn't Phil, want to interrupt." I got to agree with you. I got to agree with Phil there. I, I'm with well, Phil I too. Agree. He, he did I say agree that. With Phil too. I agree with Phil too. I have not missed anything. You are telling me that there are triggers. I'm going yes. to have to watch for those triggers. Yes. And I'm going yes. to have to adjust my behavior in order yes. to adjust the dog's behavior. How's that? Now you're talking. Now you're Phil. Now you're talking. Well, that's all we have time for today. I know you wish you had a lot more. And there is more over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.